We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ike Reese live in Clearwater, Florida. Phillies manager Rob Thompson sitting at the table with us. We rec- You recognize him today. Yesterday, <laughs> last night we were out. You didn't have your hat on. He was That's in right. civilian clothes last night. I didn't recognize him. What's up, Rob? I'm doing great. We're in beautiful Clearwater, Florida, and uh, things are going well. All right, so we demand answers on Andrew Painter. We said yesterday we were going to get you and demand answers. Yeah, so well, you got it. An- so we, we, did, we did get the answers. It's, a, it's being called a sprain. Mild the, sprain. Uh, mild yeah. sprain of the UCL. How? Yeah confident are you that with being shut down for four weeks and rest and rehab that he's going to be okay this year uh i'm very confident I'll tell you the truth and, and happy that you know he doesn't have to have surgery so we have good people around here great doctors and medical staff and uh, they're going to take care of him uh how 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 difficult is it for you knowing he's 19 but he also has the stuff to pitch right now and kind of a a, a little bit of a tug situation where you want to get him out there, he wants to pitch, but you also now know that with the elbow it slowed things a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because he's such a talented guy. I mean, and he's such a mature guy at 19. I've, I really haven't seen a talent like this at that age. and um, So I'm, I'm disappointed for him and for us. But uh, but I am, I'm encouraged that he's going to be back with us pitching soon. Um. Obviously, a great run last year that you, I mean, you came in with Gabe, and then Joe comes in, you're familiar with Joe, and then you take over last year, and then, I mean, we end the year, you're being honored at the Flyers game, and (laughs) Philly Rob became a thing, Barstool made a big thing about you. Did you get a kick out of it? Were you embarrassed by it? Just a little embarrassed, yeah, because I'm I'm from a town of 2,000 people in, in southwestern Ontario, Canada, and so, you know, as I've said many times, I've I spent the first 58 years of my life. Nobody knew who I was. Now everybody recognized me. So it's fine. People are, are have been really great to me, um, but it is a little embarrassing. Now, we, I think all of us as Philly fans are excited the way things ended up, despite obviously the game six loss. But as far as you being here as the manager now, where the team is headed, um, it's a lot different from a year ago where everything stood. But from your perspective, uh, there was talk of, retiring after last yeah. year and yeah and so now you find yourself as the manager yeah. uh, of this team what's that been like for you well it, it's kind of given me new baseball life because one of the reasons why I was going to retire was I, I felt like I was just getting a little stale and and uh, I wasn't as um, looking forward to going to spring training as I normally was but this year was a little bit different and, and one I guess because I'm I am managing and it's a new job and um but it's just the people that we have here. We have really good people, and it's really fun to come to the ballpark and be with these guys, not only the players but the coaching staff and the medical staff and support staff. I, it's, just, it's just a wonderful place to be. I'm just wondering from, from your perspective, right? You came in with Joe, and I know you got a lot of respect yeah. for Joe Girardi, and he, he brought you in as part of his staff or kept you as part of his staff. But what's that like from the clubhouse perspective? 
the manager gets fired and everyone is sort of in favor of you sort of being in this position and they respond to you. So I'm, I'm wondering if that was sort of awkward for you or not. A little bit, you know, because because of the relationship that I have with have with Joe or have with Joe, because we're still great friends. He, we talk quite a bit, as a matter of fact. But, you know, we'd spent 10 years in New York and then a couple of years here in Philadelphia. We've been through a lot of great times, a lot of bad times. We've we've you know, we've just been through it all. And so, yeah, it was it was a little awkward. Rob Thompson joining us live in Clearwater. Marks and Reese uh, voted the second most handsome manager. <laughs> now, now, Rob, I got to tell you, after seeing you in person, we, uh, we you, understand why. We, now. You, Buck does not have anything on you. You should have been number one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I, it's not really an award that I'm uh, looking for. You know, it's, it just doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, um, why, why Trey Turner? Why was he the guy that you targeted in free agency? Really, just because of his on-base percentage. Because he he fits our club perfectly at the top of the lineup, and because we got some thump behind him, just to have another guy on base, and he's got thump himself. I mean, he's got high high uh, slug as well. So and he's a really good player, and he's familiar with a lot of guys in our clubhouse: Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, Kevin Long, our hitting coach. I to us, it was just kind of the perfect fit. Uh, Schwarber is most likely. Do you have a, a, a spot you're eyeing him when Bryce comes back that's different than, like, how Schwarber without the shift. I think 90% of the time last year he was, uh, he, 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 he was shifted. How much do you think that can change, or how much will that change, at least even the average going up? Oh, it's going to go up. I, I think you're going to see a lot of left-hand hitters their batting averages go up, and, and our two big guys, Schwarber and, and Harp, when he's back, they're they're definitely going to go up. We, we've talked a lot this offseason about some of the rule changes and who does it impact more, you know, hitter versus pitcher. Not a lot of discussion has been about how does it impact the managers uh, and how they handle the game, in game. What do you envision? How do you view, view some of the rules? Good, good changes or? I, I like it, and I think the players are going to like it at some point because once they get completely comfortable with it, I mean, we're, we're, you're going to see two-hour and 15-minute games. And I think when players leave the ballpark at, at uh, you know, 9.30 instead of 11.30 or 10.30, I think they're going to enjoy it, you know. Um, but I could really feel it myself as the manager the first couple of games. It just seemed like it was so quick you couldn't. But now my mind's adjusting to it, and it's going to be fine. I was going to say, does it put pressure on you to have to, I guess, make decisions quicker? Yeah, or? yeah, and a couple of pitches ahead. Okay. You know, okay. just got to be on top of it and, yeah. and kind of anticipate what the, situa- what the situation is going to be like in the next pitch or after the two pitches, and then uh, so that you've kind of made a decision before you get there. Uh, growth in Alec Bohm based oh. on apparently he's put on put on some muscle, yeah. put on some weight. He um, you know hadn't hit for a lot of power, which is you know, he's drafted high because he's going to be a power stroke. And yeah. you know what do you what do you see in this uh, spring? This guy's uh, he looks really good. Uh, 10, 12 pounds of muscle. Uh, the ball's jumping off his bat. It's it's going further. Uh, he's starting to pull the ball a little bit more. We don't want him to get away. From, we don't want him to be strictly pull hitter because he's a really good hitter he uses the other side of the field and we want him to to maintain that but uh 
this guy in the last year physically, mentally, emotionally has just come leaps and bounds. Spring training, we also know, is a time for development. It's for the older guys to get ready to go up north and, and, and play ball. But for younger guys, I'm sure you guys are interested in how they developed uh, from year to year. From your perspective, when you look at some of your young players, anybody catching your eye, anything like that you've liked seeing the progress of maybe somebody that was here last year that looks a lot better this year? Well, Bomer's one of them. You know, he's he looks tremendous. This is as good as I've seen him look. Um Bryson Stott hit a long home run yesterday and hit a long foul home run the day before. He's looked very good at second base. Brandon Marsh is making strides. He's he's starting to get the head out and starting to barrel up some balls. So I, I like the progress that, that we're making with the young guys, and, and I like the fact that, that our veteran guys are, are easing into this. Um, they all came in camp in really good shape, but they're easing into it. They're staying in shape. They're, they're, they're staying healthy, and that's, that's really – all I care about right now. A lot goes into managing the the personalities in in, in the clubhouse, right? And um, you seemingly have been able to push all the right buttons. And I'm just you're a baseball lifer, and you got young players that are coming in today's game. Yeah. And now I'm talking about young guys as if I'm the old guy now. <laughs> but but you're able to relate to these guys and get the best out of them. What what has allowed you? to be able to make that sort of transition and be able to communicate and, and earn that respect of the young guys in today's game? Yeah, I think um, if to earn it, respect, you have to give it. And I that's one of the things I do. I treat treat everybody with respect, and that's just the way I was growing, growing up. And, um, you know, and, and I get to know the guys, and I, I have a relationship with all of them, so they – you know, I trust them, and they tr- I trust that they're telling me the truth all the time, and and they are. It's, it, like I said, it's good people. So I, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, getting a relationship, getting their trust, respecting who they are, and and everything would be fine. So the youth can be reached. Like we we all yeah, know yeah. the older people. Yeah, like no. You can't reach these youth. They yeah. can be reached. Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. A couple more things here, and we appreciate the the time, Rob. Um, game six, the decision to take Zach Wheeler out. Yeah, uh, you pushed a lot of right buttons, and that one didn't end up working out. Yep. Alvarado comes in and gives up the home run. Is that something that you think about during the off season? No. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think about all the decisions I make, really. But that decision was uh, there was a purpose behind it because I felt like we weren't we we were having trouble hitting their starter. And we had, we scored one run. They weren't hitting Wheeler. All of a sudden, they're first and third with one out. They got their big left-handed hitter up. And I felt like if they tied the game, that we were going to lose. So I was going to do everything I could to get a strikeout. And I felt like Alvarado was the right guy to put on their guy, Alvarez. And, you know, it didn't work out. So you just got to live with it. Um, the Flyers are having a, a tough season this year. We know you're a hockey guy. Are you able to? And I'm a Tortorella guy, too. Oh, you're a Torts guy? I love Torts. I really do. What, what, do you, what do you like about it? I just I like the way he coaches. I mean, he's brutally honest. Yes. He's tough. And and he's, I just, and I have a lot of friends in Canada that played for Torts, and they all love him. They may not have liked him at the time, right? but now that they're done, they love him. That's pretty cool. Uh, all right, so we need to know as a show what the official nick- nickname that at least we're going to call you because there's been there's been Topper or Tomps or do, do you have a preference? I want to call you. We want to do Topper. Is that the the show? I think Tomper. 
Tomper. Tomper. That's fine. Wait, wait what, what, is, what are you called the most of your nickname? Probably Tomps. Tomps. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Tomps, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. There he was, the very handsome Rob Thompson, Bill's manager, who was uh, – couldn't be nicer and couldn't be cooler, and we're really fortunate to to have some um, some good people in the city right now, and the Phillies are really rolling with their manager and, and their players in this team this year. So, Dave Dombrowski, too. Like, like Dave is the same way when you speak to him. He's giving you thoughtful, honest answers, and I think Rob gave that answer when, at, when asked about game six. It was like, well, he's like, no, he's like, well, yeah, of course I, I thought about it in the offseason, but – you know, then he took us through his, his reasoning and his thinking why he did the, the move. And, right, like, unfortunately, you know, if Alvarado maybe makes a better pitch and there's not a home run, it, it's the right move because he made a lot of those right moves this season. But we appreciate uh, appreciate talking to Rob. He is uh, he is awesome. And to uh, to all the Phillies, we're going to have Brandon Marsh coming up later in the show, about 5.30, and you'll hear from Bryce Harper, our interview with Bryce Harper. We'll do the top five at five with Jack. Mm-hmm. With Fritz at six? Yep. So is it the top five with Fritz six or six Fritz? It's a lot of uh, alliterations. Correct. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just top five at five, and then i got to figure out a way to do a, some kind of list in the, uh, in, the, in the the Fritz at six. So you'll have a Fritz at yeah, six, well, six sure. list? Yeah. Yeah, I'm addicted to making lists at this point for content, so you know, I might have to, to, to double up. All right. Just kidding. I don't think good. I can do that. Okay. Well, I mean, it, what, it, I mean, if it's just an hour, it's hard to do a list. Uh, yeah, I agree. Every night. But there you go. All right, 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. So before the top five, we have a nice pocket here to get back this in some phone calls. And the big stories of the day as far as the Eagles, Brandon Graham, one year, up to $6 million. So, Ike, it's really a, um, you know, it's really a fair deal. If Brandon has another big year, he's probably going to make the $6 million. Otherwise, he's making – um, you know, he's making a, a nice nice sum for one year, and he remains an eagle, and he gets the, a chance to break the franchise record for games played. So I think it's a deal that everybody's happy about today. Mm-hmm. And then Darius Slay, the report that was put out by Diana Rossini, which was corroborated by Slay on Twitter, which is more or less saying that uh, Darius Slay and his agents have been told you can go out and try to find a trade. Um, to, so he's available. I don't know if this means if he doesn't find a trade, is there common ground? For him coming back, or is this just a? Then you're going to get released. I just wonder what they would take in a trade for Darius Slay. Like well, they, they, they're, they can't, they're obviously not going to have unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. But if they get a four from him, for him, are they moving on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I think if they get almost anything, yeah. I, I, I wonder if he's not getting cut regardless. You know what I mean? To where it's like, does he really have any value out there? Especially if teams feel like, hey, they're, they're going to cut him, so why would we trade anything? Now, if there's multiple teams that are interested in him, then maybe trading would make sense because then at least you get the first shot and you can sign him to a, to a contract or whatever. But um, is trading Darius Slay or, Slay or releasing Darius Slay a mistake? 215-592-9494. Andy and Defer, we asked you that question, buddy. How are you doing today? Happy Friday. You punch him up there, Buzz. I'm not sure what's going on with our uh, our screener. Andy? Andy, are you there? Buzz, are you there? Yo, guys. Andy. What up, Andy? How are you? Hello? Andy, can you hear us? What is I going on? I think this is Marissa in Tokyo. 
Uh, yeah, this is Marissa in Tokyo. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I, I, I think our call screener went down, so we weren't sure what was going on. Marissa in Tokyo, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm good. If I sound a little nasally, it's because allergies this week are killing me. I, you know, I love Japanese nature, but Japanese nature doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So what's that like, Japanese allergies? Oh, the um, the pollen here, especially around this time of year, is just ridiculous. I mean, uh, Zyrtec, Claritin, it, it, it can't, it don't, it don't do anything at all here. I mean, because now the, the cherry blossoms are blooming, oh. all the flowers are out, and the pollen here, it, oh, the cars are just fill, filled with pollen dust. I mean, not, it's just, it's not fun. Mm. Well, feel better. How are you feeling, Marissa, all the way in Tokyo? As you know, Brandon Graham has signed. Slay may not be here going forward, and uh, a bunch of Eagles may not be here starting next week. How are you feeling? Um, so excited for Brandon Graham. I, you know, I, I, I mean, call me greedy, but I would love to have another year with him. Same goes to uh, Darius, uh, you know, Jason Kelsey. Um, they're just there. Those guys are paramount to this team. They're like family to us. Um, now getting to Darius Slay, um, I'm also hoping he could stay too. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I, I wish him all the best. Well, that's nice. Do you have a, do you have a Slay, a goodbye Slay song in the, in the works? Or we're, 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 we're still like we're still trying to define your role for the Marks and Reese show. If you're going to give us content like song content like every once in a while or is it like an every week thing? What can we count on you for? Well, it's all up to you guys. I mean, if you guys ever do have a song idea or lyrics idea, same goes to all the listeners on WIP. They can reach out to me on my Twitter account, you know, at Eagles Diplomat. I love chatting with you guys, love hanging out with you guys, talking all sports. You know, it right. makes me feel like I am at home. I, you know, as promised, I did come up with a goodbye Gannon song, if you're still wanting uh -oh. to hear that. I do. Yes. Excellent. Yep. So um, it's a shortened version and kind of my own little Good. version of Goodbye Stranger, and I'm calling it Goodbye Gannon. So it's the uh, shortened version. All right, let's you guys ready? It. Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> it was a late Sunday evening. Eagles were favored to win. Strong in the first half. But then Gannon gave us crap. Didn't get our parade. Just days full of rage. Glad your bout is gone because it's best to move on. Goodbye, Gannon. You're a joke. You smashed our hearts like it was a cockroach. Feel our sorrow, feel our pain. Even Dawkins was ashamed. Goodbye, Gannon. Hello to Sigh. Now there's a DC who'll make us cry. You'll feel this sorrow, you'll feel pain. As we crush you in our next game, we'll have is. our revenge. Marissa and Tokyo, everybody. Marissa, yeah. excellent job. Excellent job. Great job. Thank yep, you. You're welcome, guys. Enjoy the weekend. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. There you go. Well, Ike, thumbs up, thumbs down. Jack, oh, you thumbs seem thumbs to enjoy it. Up.
<laughs> thumbs up for me. Yeah, I felt like I felt like we're kind of like uh, 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 Randy Jackson, Simon Cowell, uh, American Idol, like listening to that, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. She's got a nice voice. It's going to be a no for me. That's going to be a no. It's going to be a big no. Listen, we got to find our sweet spot, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. The Angelo Callers are trying to make their way into a new a new program. Right. Um, Butch and Manny, I haven't tried yet, which is like kind of disappointing. I think so. You just wanted to see what would happen if he called. Yeah, I want to see how 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 he'd be used here. Yeah. Um, it's in, it, it's. I'm definitely intrigued, but it's also if he stayed retired, it may be for the the best. Uh, it's. Turning, well, John Brazier said he wants him back. So I know, I know. John Brazier's a big Butcher Maniac fan. Today's broadcast brought to you by Chiggs and Pete's. It's tournament time. Chiggs and Pete's has you covered with great food, and great specials during games. Find a location near you. And by the text line. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we, we gotta work with her a little bit there. I mean the the song was fine, it's just that you know, we gotta find the sweet spot with her. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We are live at Bay Care Ballpark. Marks and Reese. Fritz at six. Wanna thank John Brazier for um for being our host the last couple days, uh arranging some great guests here. And telling lots and lots of jokes. Thank you, Braze. Appreciate it. Uh, Joe Gaines has been with us the last couple of days engineering down here. Uh, so thank you, Joe. And the Dan Wilson today back in the studio. Dan, how you doing back there today, buddy? Doing all Feeling right? good. Weather's not as good as Clearwater, but it's feeling good back here. So it's raining? Uh, a lot of overcast and drizzling, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be flying back tonight. Yeah, right about 1 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be. Uh... Yeah, wait, so you got a layover in Atlanta? Break this down real quick. Yeah, we have a layover in Atlanta. Yeah, that's the breakdown. So, what, how long's the layover? I mean, <laughs> an hour. Yeah, so we'll see if we make it to the second plane. Right. Where if everything goes as planned, we land in Atlanta, and about an hour later, we we leave to go to Philadelphia. Now, if any of those things change, then you know. But we're hoping a smooth sailing as we try to get back to Philadelphia tonight. Coming up on the other side, your phone calls two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Eagles fans. You wanted Slay gone. It looks like he's gone. Is that what's best for the team? Or are they making a mistake? 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. We're live in Clearwater, Florida. Back right after this. But, hey, listen, Mount Holly Nissan. New 2023s are everywhere. They're arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan, located minutes from everywhere on Route 38. But, listen, Tina Wright has owned Woodbury Nissan for over 45 years. And a few years ago, Bought, uh, brought her great team into her Mount Holly Nissan dealership. And it's, you know, the, the same attitude. Their customers are their top priority. And that's what's made Woodbury Nissan the Delaware Valley's number one Nissan dealer. So, Mount Holly Nissan. Tina Wright and Mount Holly's Nissan motto is give the customer the right car at the right price. So check out the great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles at MountHollyNissan.com. That's MountHollyNissan.com. Mount Holly Nissan, the right Nissan dealer for you. All right, we're back. Marks and Reese live from Clearwater, Florida, Baycare Ballpark. Phil's won today. I didn't even see if they, oh, they uh, smoked them. Yeah, they ran away with it. At They're the back. End there. Phil's are back. We're going to the World Series again. Uh, we're going to Bryce Harper, our Bryce Harper interview coming up uh, at about 5.05, right after the top five at five with Jack. And then uh, Brandon Marsh 
about 5.30, 5.25, 5.30, our conversation with him, which was excellent. He's a really interesting guy. He's, um, it, it, it was a great personality. It was a really good interview. So that's coming up at, um, at 5.30. We are live uh, in Clearwater, but Chiggies and Pete's getting you ready for the tourney, uh, for all your tourney action. Chiggiesandpete's.com for a location near you. All right, before we go back to the phones, um, what do we have here? Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll save that for a second. Um, but before we go back to the phone, so, so there's a report out there, Ike, that says that the uh, Eagles are expected to part ways. This is Matthew Berry of NBC. Um, he said that he's pointing out that they're expected to part ways with Miles Sanders, but he says that Nick Sirianni's preference is not a running back by committee approach. Uh, they want a bell cow running back. So I don't know if that means high in the draft because he he, uh, he mentions Bijan Robinson perhaps as somebody they could go after. Do you like? Do you think that they want the the bell cow back where you have a, a main feature back and then you have a Kenny Gainwell that's a change of pace back or what do you think ideally they want to do? Um, I'm just, I'm sure they want a back that they could use or call a franchise tailback in the form of Shady or B West, you know that type of tailback. Um. But in all honesty, you know, how many bell cow running backs are there in the league? Um, not a lot. Like, so to, to, to imply they aren't going to use other running backs. Like, what are we going to do with Kenny Gainwell? He, he, all of a sudden he becomes what? So I, I don't know. If, in other words, I don't know what that report is saying. What it really like, means. Like, yeah, what does that really mean? They want a bell cow running well, also, back. Also, it would be like a change in, in organizational a total philosophy. total change in philosophy. <laughs> Since when do they want a bell cow Seriously. running back? They, they, they barely even want Shady. <laughs> like, they, right. They, they've always wanted a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going to pay a running back a lot of money or use a high draft pick, and then you just use the, he's the guy. And you got $100 million wide receivers right. and $50 million tight end. $50 million a year $50 quarterback. $50 a year, a year quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get a bell yeah, cow back. Yeah, let's get a bell cow running back. Yeah, got to get, got to have it. That's why I see, that's why I get on these out-of-towners, man, that are putting out reports or what have you that don't follow the team and cover the team on a daily basis. Like, I don't even know what that means. So, bell he, cow running back. The, the, the article that Matthew Berry wrote, and he's the he's the former fantasy guy that used to write for ESPN, mm-hmm. and when he would write for ESPN, I remember, like, I couldn't even – I couldn't even get through his articles because he's like a former screenwriter, so he's like a, like a real writer and he's creative uh, and he's everything else. A lot else. of words, yeah. I get and like I just want I'm, I'm you know I'm an idiot, so I just want easy, easy reading. Give yes. me the information. It's not a movie. I don't want to feel I'm like reading. I'm going to school, right. Reading your article, dude. No, no, it's legitimately like he's writing like a, a it's like a movie script where he's writing about <laughs> fantasy football. It's like just come on, tell me who to start and who not to start. You know right. what I mean? But he writes in the he he writes. That this, the things that he's hearing at the combine. So he was out at the combine. So these are the things that he's hearing. Like Rich Eisen had that had that the top five things he was hearing out the combine. It was Philip Rivers and it was ever. So Barry, I think, did his own little thing of where we're saying what he's hearing at the combine. And one of the things he's hearing is that the Eagles want a bell cow running back. Is this with a comp? Because he said this is Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni might have been having a conversation with him where he just said. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we'd love to have a great running back. But like, like you said, like, who wouldn't want to have a top running back in the league? <laughs> but the problem is you've got to draft them or get lucky and draft them later on in the draft, or you've got to pay them. Yeah. Yeah, and most guys you draft in the first round, uh, you're going to wind up giving them that fifth year. So now you're talking about picking up a fifth-year option at a position that pays a running back $10 million? Right. Like, I, 
I just don't see the Eagles doing that. It's just not something that they've no. ever had a lot of interest in doing. All right, Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, the place to go is Mark's Jewelers. The best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. The question is, would trading Darius Slay be a smart move by the Eagles? And yes and no is more or less a 50-50 split. It's 52% uh, for yes, 48% for no. A lot of callers are very passionate about not wanting Slay back, but there are a lot of people that actually do think that that would be a mistake uh, to but trade. Just, it just feels like an admission of a step back, like a step back year. That's why I, I don't, I just don't get the I, to save money is one thing. I understand, like right. the seventeen, but it, but the the idea of of getting or cutting a top five corner that just had a Pro Bowl season just it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't compete add for up. Me. It just doesn't. Not if you're trying to compete. No. No, I think it, it. I think it, and I agree with you. I think it says we're more focused over the, for the next three years than we're worried about this year, which is just it. It's it's difficult to hear that because they were maybe a holding. The they Super were a holding a holding penalty away from winning the Super Bowl. They were better than the Chiefs. Well, well, here's the thing, and and they are fortunate as the Eagles seem to find themselves in a more fortunate than less. to older players out of desperation. Like, they probably still feel like we're going to be good enough to, at worst, be a playoff team. So in their minds, they aren't taking a step back. You get in the dance, anything can happen. That's the sort of mentality they would try to present it as, is that we're not taking a step back. We got a, we got a franchise quarterback over here. You got two of the best wide receivers in football. This is then the other. No, we're going at this thing. We just have to be smarter in how we Doing spend money. Yeah. yeah, we just got to be smarter in how we spend money. And a lot of those players on defense that they're losing are older players. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is the only – Young player that they're losing. And Marcus Epps is 27. And that's not saying he's old, but he's 27. He's not 24, 25. Right. Right. Everybody else is 30 almost. Yep. Or or older. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it – Hargrave, you still think he's going to be productive, but is he worth $20 a year, year year two and year three? I don't know. Andy and Deffords here. Andy, how are you, buddy? Yo, what's good, guys? What up, Andy? To answer that question with Slay, you, you never want to see talent go. But, I mean, this league is predicated on offense. You know, those 2,000 Ravens, them days are over. You know you know the old saying, you win, offense wins games, defense wins championships. It's a wrap for all that. Offense wins yeah. championships. So, if you yeah. got to sacrifice Slay to keep Sayamalu, get Quez Watkins out of here. Let's get a real third wide receiver. And let's get a real running back in here. I'm okay with that because I, I don't see the defense winning us a championship. Being the reason why we win, right. If we're going to win a chip, it's going to come on Jalen Hurts' arm and the offense built around him. You know, so you keep that line intact. You keep Sayamalu. You keep Kelsey. And let's get a legit third receiver. I, I've seen enough of Watkins. He's a go-route receiver. That's all he's got in his bag. Well, Let's well, get somebody what, that can make those tough contested spot catches. Well, what do you say? Let me let me get you back on that defensive side of the ball. What do you say to people who may feel like when the offense is, is a championship caliber offense, why why would you allow the defense to hold you back? Basically, I don't by, think, not, by not addressing the defense, you know it's going to cost us games at some point this year. 
Yeah, but I don't think the defense is going to hold us back. I mean, you look at teams that recently won the Super Bowl. The Rams, they didn't have a lights-out defense. Had some good players. Picked up Vaughn Miller midseason. The the Chiefs has won the Super Bowl starting two rookie cornerbacks. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like like I said, I I don't think the defense is going to hold you back from getting where you want to go. I think if we're going to win it or not, it's going to come down to the offense. So, you know, if we're going to have to sacrifice some – some playmakers on the defensive side of things to solidify that offense a little bit more. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That that may be the way the Eagles are looking at it. And and as a matter of fact, you bring up Kansas city in in the two rookie corners. Well, that's what we may have out there next year is two rookie corners. And I'm all right with that. We got, we got, we got uh, the Duke like OG states, yo, but I want to get to, uh, I want to get to butch, but I got to get to some attire with WIP. Like, I've seen some funky attire, whether it's whether it's uh, Herb's jogging suit or the camera in the baseball suit. But yeah. Jack topped it all with them Jesus strap, no sock slippers, uh, sandals, whatever. The, those are no no, man. You can't Birkenstock. you can't wear them out the crib. Are you kidding me? Great guy, one of the most popular shoes in the world. Then he had the medium shorts to go along with it. Come on, man! Like I wear thigh. slides, yeah, but I meat. never wear my slides without socks. That, that's just my preference. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. come on, Jack, you gotta leave them Jesus strap slippers at the crib. Uh, you know, my the man. puppies purr, Andy. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Ike, Ike, you got any input on that? No, I've been ripping him for two days, man. It's only, only making me do it more. Exactly. I've been like ripping you, him for two days. You, you really left the uh, the hotel wearing those things? Come on, man. Proudly, too. It's, yeah, he left proudly. It's wearing. hot down here, man. Yeah. I don't care if it's 120 degrees. Well, you with, guys have different humidity. styles, Andy, right? I'm never wearing them. But Mark, yeah, you had a hoodie on too, though. For speed, it's not for comfort. Yeah. What, what's Mark's wearing a hoodie for when it's hot? It's, too? It's, I noticed that. Hoodie too. and jeans is a lot. It's, it's a <laughs> what's light. That about? It was a light Phillies hoodie. Very. What, you got long johns on underneath there too? No, just jeans. Oh, come on, man, Ike, man, you got to school these guys on dressing, so, man. So I, hang on, I, I said, Andy, did I hear you say you only wear your sandals with socks? I, I never wear sandals. Period. I wear oh. Nike slides with socks. Kidding me? Oh. I'm never gonna walk out the house barefooted with my toes showing. That's just from where I'm from. We don't do right, that. Right, okay? I know. That's what I'm we saying. Don't do that. Where we don't you're do that. from and where Jack's from and Jesus is much different. And thank you, and Jesus. Jack's Birkenstocks, while wouldn't be something that I wear, yeah. are are certainly a popular style. Comfy. Renee has a pair of those. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> You know what? I, you know what I buy my dad every other year for Christmas? Birkins? A pair of Birkins. Yeah, listen, I got. I and got he wears the, them all the time. I got. I got women. I got dads. Yeah, no, listen, listen, they're comfortable. Listen, I'm. I'm. I'm, no. I'm daddish. I told you this. I'm daddish. He's, yeah. he's coming in two weeks. You know. They're comfortable, right? Yeah, they're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sweating all day. Yeah, listen. My I, feet get sweaty. That's my issue. I don't have any issue with. I'm. I'm. Listen, I'm from uh, an era where you. <laughs> Men don't normally bring the toes no, out. No, I know. Yeah, but, 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 but I'm also in a different tax bracket now, and I live comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, I do as the suburbs do. And in Ooh. the suburbs, those get worn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not going to wear them. No. But I, I'm not opposed to wearing 
flip-flops or, or slides, as some people will call them, because it's not a manly thing to wear flip-flops, especially not the thong flip-flops. I, that's the um, ones I can't do. <laughs> well, so, so that's what – I don't even know what slide what, what he was talking about. Slides slide. is basically like Nike slippers but, or – But it's not It's not the – it doesn't go between your big toe and your second Right, okay. right. Yeah, but okay, those, right. Are, those are – yeah, I'm not like a high school. Well, that's, that's yeah. what I wear. Yeah, that, that's what John, I, yeah, John I, I wear wears the, flip the thong. Flops. Yeah, he wears the thong and the, the toe. I wear the flip-flops. Oh, flops, I can right. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've seen yeah. it. I've seen him. You, you've seen him come to work with his yep. flip-flops on. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you I'm do I'm like, that. why do you got your feet out? What, are you going to the pool? <laughs> Havaya- I have a pair of Havaianas, and, nice. and I have two pairs of Reefs. Yeah, yeah no, nice. I can't do it. Now, listen, the socks come off, though, if I'm wearing I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the wear socks with flip-flops guy. No. Nah, no. nah, used to be. Used to be when you were younger because you don't want your feet out. Now, I don't give a damn. Right. You know, they out. They, yeah. But they, they, if, it, if the feet are out, I'm either at a pool or I'm at the beach. And you just got to roll with how they look. That's they it. don't look as bad as Shaq's, you know, but. <laughs> or KD's. <laughs> or KD's, yeah. They KD's look, got some. They what? don't look that bad. Harden's but, got know, some mangled feet, too. I, 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 right? I, I, yeah, I will not. say, they, they I, you know, foot has been stepped on a lot over the years, yep. you know, with cleats and things. You got so. Baldi's, you got Baldi's uh, <laughs> finger down there on your toes? One of them. Oh. Yeah, I do got one of them. Where Just it's, sticking it's out? Kind of t- no, it's kind of tucked under the, th- the second toe. Yeah, I got that, too. So Sorry, the third bro. toe is kind of stuck. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's hitting under the second toe. You don't have 12 toes like Jordan Mylotta? Was it <laughs> no, him that had 12 toes? talked about enough that Mylotta has 12 toes. <laughs> Isn't that an unfair advantage? Bad. It seems like he's got to chop one off. It's got to be an unfair advantage for sure. Yeah, yeah. but is it a real toe? Because sometimes those yeah, little tail. You know, yeah, it's it's not oh, it's, it's not nibble. fully formed. It's yeah, <laughs> it's not that you can use. You your want to nibble on Jordan Mylotta's twelfth toe? I wanted to say nibble it. Is, is there what I really is want. there a yeah. picture of that yeah. out there anywhere? No, he should tweet it out though. Should, should, should well, if he's in the players' lounge next year, like we're gonna oh, have yeah, to bring yeah. that foot yeah. out. Yeah, take it off. Bring that size seventeen out, man. Put it right next to some crab fries. Him and and Antonio Alfonseca can hang out together. He had the extra digits. Yep. We had him on his hand. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that uh, before. Sika, yeah. yeah. That's an unfair advantage. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's also an advantage. It I'll is. Your boy. Let's go to Bill. <laughs> Bill's calling from Bucks County. Hi, Bill. How are you? Yo, guys. What's up? Great What's show up, as always. You're my go-home uh, station. Definitely listen to you guys on the way home from the hospital. But I got something to say. Mark, first of all, a hoodie in 80-degree weather down in Clearwater? I don't know it how you, you must have lost 80. 10 pounds yesterday. It's, it's like 90 down here. No, we're sweating. Yeah. Okay, sunny. And then You Jack, guys are sweating. I was quite comfortable. But go ahead. Well, Jack, you shouldn't be wearing a, a union union thing in that picture that you put uh, out. Well, yeah, across Come the, on. You, you an, hate soccer. Come on. You I know that. I do hate soccer. But that that photo also is was sabotaging Frith at six. <laughs> okay, and one other thing, and yep. another thing, can we get over the Super Bowl? I'm tired of everybody whining about it. Get over it. It's a month ago. Move on to baseball, the Sixers, the, Sixers, the Union. Even the Flyers were an apparition today. They yeah, got finally oh, woke Chuck up out Fletcher. of their coma. Finally, right? Yeah. So, Bill, yeah, what, about what's time. Your, what's your and, uh, go-to Chuck and listen, Fletcher did Chuck move? did Chuck from Mount Airy come on yet? Oh. Yeah, because I'm yeah. at work. I haven't heard the whole show. Yep. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, I was going to tell him. Listen, I really loved him in in House Party. Him in Full Force were awesome. Maybe he can bring back the jean jumper and wear that sometime when he's out at uh, Ramuda at Chicky and Pete's. What is he, Bowlegged Lou? Which, which one is he? Which one is he from? <laughs> he's playing. You don't talk either yeah, that or you know what? Debo Debo died for Friday. If they make another Friday movie, then you can put him in. You know. <laughs> Except Chuck's not as tall as uh, no, he's not, he's not No, as he's not as, as tall. 
But he sounds it. The sound sounds good. His voice sounds that fits the role to- yeah. totally. Yeah, he does. So, well, listen, right. guys, have a great time down there. Hey, Keep Bill, the we're driving home. And- we're, no, we're flying home tonight. I want you to get over people not getting over the Super Bowl. <laughs> How about really. that? You need to get over that, Bill. No, I can't. I'm tired of hearing everybody whining. They're walking around the hospital like they're the Walking Dead. Oh, I can't believe it. It's a hey, month. Wait, are get you over an Eagles it. fan? You must not be an Eagles fan. Are you an Eagles fan? I don't care. I, no, I'm, I'm more of a baseball guy. Yeah. Football. That's why you Well, how, how long did it take you to get over the World Series? Not long. I was happy with the season they had. Listen, uh, did we any of us expect them to go that far? None of us no. did. No. Yeah, but they I mean, we saw brilliance once in a while, but not to go on a chair like that. All right. All right, so, wait, wait, you. wait you, you mentioned a hospital a couple times. Do you work in a hospital? Yes. What do you do? I run the radiology department. Oh, nice. Oh, All right. Know. There you go. It's always good to know people that are involved in hospital. All right, yeah. listen, have a good weekend, man. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good talking to you guys. Have a good one. All right, Bill. All right. There you go. Are we over? The, are we allowed to be over the Super Bowl yet? Nope. I think we've we. It's not like we've we've moved on from like the conversation standpoint. Well, well, on the show, we're driving our shows with right. it, but but it is so funny because it doesn't take much for us to dive into. The it second you mention to. it, you're like, well, what about the turf and what exactly, about exactly? Yes. Well, no. Exactly. Even last night we were last night we were at a couple places in yep. Clearwater, and everybody still wants yep. to talk about it. Yeah, they got to pick my brain about the yep. turf, the turf, and the yep. defense. And like, what do you think happened? Well, no, why didn't we? No, <laughs> why didn't we make any adjustments? In the nice. <laughs> I'm, no, like, I'm like, I don't know. We got WIP callers, <laughs> essentially, at, the, at these they, things. They made all the adjustments in the first half when they did well. They didn't make them in the right, second yeah. half. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, we're not over it yet, man. Not yet. Nope. Yeah, but it, it is the, 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 the anger and the, and, and the, the, the hurt mm-hmm. is it, – it's not – It's subsided. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it comes up on the air kind of out of nowhere when you start mm-hmm. to talk about it. like Jack said like we, we won't mention it but then you mention it and then you want to talk about it all well, of it. it's a shame that the Eagles don't seem like they want to go back they don't yeah it's a shame that they're essentially punting next well, season well they're, yeah they're circling 2025 maybe Jack. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's man. when they go back yeah smart move that'd be like the Angelo Phil- retires and the Eagles are doing a, a step back season well that'd be no it'd be like the Phillies after losing in the World Series trading uh, Schwarber away well we don't really need to worry about Schwarber we'll be fine without yeah. him yeah, well, that's the one thing. Because if the Phillies are going to be good, the Eagles won't allow them to uh, run the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do something. <laughs> they have to do something. The Phillies will be hopefully be in, like, first place around June, June. July. Yep. See, my, my prediction is they may be ready to go, the Eagles may be ready to, to go at it this way. But then once it gets going and then there's opportunity out there and it's like, oh, well, you know what? Like, let's just sign him to a one-year contract, right? Like, that's oh, a, sure, they may do that. Yeah. Yeah, or they may not. Yeah, I mean, they may do it. But I don't until I know who that player is, I can't get excited about No, I know. I mean, it could be Robert Quinn. I hope not. I hope not. Well, I'm saying, I, we all hope not. But they, they, they traded for him. They brought him with in. With the intentions of him playing and contributing, and he didn't do anything. Well, and like. They gave uh, up a fourth-round pick one. The other problem is that, like, a Bradbury's not hitting the market this year. Like, I, I, I would find it hard to believe that a guy that was, you know, he played at an all-pro level last year. He was voted all-pro. Yeah. Just hits the market in, in – in July? No. On a cap casualty? Like yeah. they, they, the, another, you know, thing they got lucky with. Yep. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. We're going to have um, the top five at five with Jack on a Friday in Clearwater. <laughs> this could be an all-time, well, all-time top five. Well, five. Got, I got most of the uh, the events of, of Clearwater out last, uh, you know, yesterday's top five. Thank God. 
Yeah. <laughs> but we were out again last night, so I, I wasn't sure if uh, any of that was going to be incorporated. No. We'll see. All right. Well, that's coming up. Uh, we will not have room for phone calls because we have a, a very heavy Philly hour, including after the top five of five, our conversation with Bryce Harper, which was amazing, and then um, Brandon Marsh later on in the five o'clock hour. And, um, and, and he was really interesting, really excited to see him this year, his first full season with the Phillies. So uh, that was a great interview. We will play them coming up here. And we are live in Clearwater at Bay Care Ballpark. And today's broadcast is brought to you by Chickies and Pete's. Chickies and Pete's, tourney time is here. Check out a Chickies and Pete's near you for locations. Go to Chickies Sportsbooks, um, they got a lot of stuff going on, right? And you know the tournament's coming up, so that's how um, a lot of people are going to be using BetMGM here coming up. But um, how about if you're a, a soccer fan? They're going to give you a chance to go for the goal this season. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more and minimum plus 400 odds on any English Premier League game. And if all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. You missed just one leg on an English Premier League one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, you'll get $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.